This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 733, How Lorita Let Herself Go for IELTS 8.5s. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, I talk to Three Keys superstar, Lorita, and find out how she increased her IELTS scores, including an 8.5 in speaking and a magic 7 in writing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, awesome IELTS Energy fans and future test takers. Um, you are going to learn a lot today from Lorita's experience, her lengthy IELTS journey, right? Like you had to work really hard to get your most recent scores. That's right. Yeah. yeah so I think it's awesome because like I don't know I think a lot of students get really frustrated and deservedly so when they're taking the exams so many times they're not getting the scores they need maybe their scores are fluctuating um so today we're going to talk about your journey the hard work it can take to get past this darn exam. Okay. <laughs> so guys, listeners, you might recognize Lorita's voice because she was also a guest on episode 706 back in April when she had won the writing um, contest. So I'll link to that episode in the blog post here. But Lorita, so the reason why you're on today is because you are finally done with IELTS, right? Yes. <laughs> finally. Yeah, finally. So, okay, how many times did you take the exam? I took it three times before, and the last time was two years ago, and now it was my fourth time. Okay, all right. So talk us through these results and the timing. Um, like, what scores were you getting? When did you decide to become a three-key student? Can you, like, talk us through that timeline a little bit? Okay, so... I did the exam three years ago, two years ago, because I wanted to know what my level was at that time. And I got an overall seven, but always my writing was the only one below seven. It was six every time I took it. So (laughs) I stopped there and then I started to focus on the other part of my career that was studying for some exams to come here to Canada. And then finally, when the day got that I had to take the exam in order to go to university, so I decided to enroll into the Tricky's IELTS because I have heard amazing things about it and it really worked. 
So awesome. <laughs> uh, I did it and I just trust in the system. Okay. All right. So you took the exam three times before and you were still stuck at the writing six. Okay. Um, what scores were you getting in the other categories? Uh, like in the listening and reading, it was like between 7.5 and 8. And then the speaking was seven. It was always seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, cool. And then, so you got into three keys mm -hmm. and you worked really hard when you were in the system, right? Yeah. Um, like we had some, some personal coach classes, for example. So can you tell us like what sort of extra effort did you put in to the, to the writing and the speaking? Oh, it was a lot more because I was doing lots of reading. Uh, the newspapers, academic reading, just to get a little bit more formal vocabulary in my vocabulary notebook. And then mm -hmm. I also had to do practice and practice and more practice <laughs> day and night. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, so how many essays would you say, like, if you could, like, guess, estimation, how many essays do you think you wrote when you were practicing? <laughs> I don't know, maybe 50 or even more. I was writing like two or three per day. Oh my gosh. Task. How long were you doing that for? Oh, like four or more hours. But I mean, like how, like how long were you doing two to three essays a day? Like for a couple weeks or oh, for yeah, a yes. month? For the time I was preparing for the exam. Once I decided I had to do it, then I started my formal practice and take certain amount of hours every day and dedicate that to my practice. Oh, my gosh. And you were still working full time, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just want to, like, get this picture clear for, like, what is possible. Because I know a lot of people are like, look... I, I, I have a job. I have a life. Like, how much time can I possibly have for IELTS? But I think if you are determined enough, right? Like, you can carve out that time. And to, to get past that six in writing, like, that's really the toughest thing. Um, and in order to do that, you really have to carve out the time necessary to do this. Like, I, I was just, um, talking to an examiner friend the other day, I think he's going to come on the show at some point. Um, but he's been an IELTS examiner even longer than I was. And we work together in Taiwan. And now that I'm not doing the exam anymore, I still need to keep up to date, right? So I'm keeping in touch with other examiners. And he was, he had an interesting comment that band six is the widest band. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, everybody gets a six. Like, it's really hard to break through that. Um, okay, so talk to us about how you managed to break through past that six. Oh, my gosh. I had to do a lot of practice because I was a little bit rusty from two years ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I started doing, I started with the modules and then I wrote a lot of essays. And until I got to your personal session, I got an idea what I had to improve and I had to work on certain things and like the mistakes I was doing so I could uh, correct all that. Okay, so in if you recall the personal coach sessions that we had, what like personally did you have to work on in your writing? Uh, 
some ideas weren't very, very specific at the beginning. Like I was a little bit wordy on the ideas, not very, not very strong paragraphs and arguments. And the vocabulary, yeah. I think it was good, but still I have to like really focus on the question and not get off topic. Yeah. Well, that, that happens when you're already such high level. And also I think if you are already high level and you're stuck at a six, it's like, I, how can I prove to you, the examiner, <laughs> that I am good at this thing and I deserve a high score? And when that thought gets in your head, it's like, okay, like I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to put all the words in. I'm going to put all the ideas in. And then it just, it just cements that six, right? So guys, like this is an important lesson to break through to that seven or higher. It really is about elimination on some level, right? Like we need to stop being so wordy and just get to the point and make sure it's a specific point and make sure it's directly and obviously and clearly connected to the test question, right? Like don't try and be too lofty or complicated in your ideas because that usually means you're going off topic. Um, Okay. Awesome. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So that's a good lesson. So you took the exam again. Now, most recently, what were your <coughs> scores? Uh, my latest scores were on listening and reading. It was 8.5. And then Ooh, awesome. I took it again and I got a, I got a 6.5 on the writing at the beginning. <laughs> yes. Right. And then I got on the speaking at 8.5. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, oh my God. That's so awesome. I didn't, okay. even, I didn't even know how I got that. I was just hoping for a seven. And then I uh, saw the results and it was like, oh, so amazing. That's awesome. Okay. So listening and reading, both of those scores increased. Um, why do you think that is? Uh, just the strategies. For the reading, it was just, you need to practice where the questions are, just they are there. Just the answers are there. As just literally, <laughs> as you said in the course, you find the right. answers right here. And that's true. Okay. That's funny. Um, I know. Cause I think, I think like before students have these strategies and they're trying to do this all by themselves, it's super frustrating. And I've had students come to me and be like, the, the, uh, the answer is not there. <laughs> like I've read this passage a thousand times and I still cannot find this answer. Well, the answer isn't in you, reading the whole passage. Like if you do that, then you get distracted. And it does seem like the answer isn't there. So again, like it's all about just following very simple strategies. Um, okay, awesome. And then for speaking, so okay, you just said you're not sure how you did it, but <laughs> trying to reflect, like what is the difference between your performance when you got a seven, consistently a seven before, and this time getting that amazing 8.5 in speaking? What what did you change? Uh, first of all, I was so nervous the day of the exam. 
And when I got there, the person that was uh, doing the registration before the speaking, he was so nice and asked me, oh, are you very nervous? And I said, yes, oh. I am. And he said, oh, don't worry, you will be fine. He was smiling. I said, oh, the examiner is so polite. Don't get scared. So that helped me to relax. He said, breathe, deep breathing exercises. Then I sat there and I said, okay, Laura, you're prepared. You can do this. Let's go. (laughs) That's awesome. So not only did you get a pep talk from a very nice um, invigilator, which Awesome. That totally helps. But I think giving yourself a pep talk, because we can't guarantee that there's going to be nice people working at the exam. You honestly, like, you never know. Mm -hmm. It's hit or miss. Even with examiners, it's hit or miss. We did an episode recently about someone who had not a great experience with her examiner. Um, So I think relying on yourself, that's the one thing you can control. And you know you're going to be nervous, right? Like, Listeners out there, you can't not be nervous. Everyone's nervous on the exam. But as long as you acknowledge that and you don't let it spiral, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to be nervous. It's going to happen. But make sure you have these positive words in your own mind where you can talk yourself up a little bit. Okay, I love it. Um, And then the exam experience itself, in front of the speaking examiner, what did you do? I just let myself go. I wasn't just thinking too much on the answers. I just was talking as if I was having a regular conversation with somebody else. I practiced some questions and some of the questions, the part one questions were exactly as like, what do you work? Do you study? And it was not rehearsed because every time I was putting like on the image that I wanted to show in the examiner, Probably I didn't talk about uh, my real job, but I talked about my dream job and that would help get more emotion into my answers. Um, nice. Yes. <laughs> oh so my awesome. gosh, I love it. Okay, there were so many good things there. The first thing that I want to highlight for students to take away today for our other listeners is that you said, one of the first things you said was, I just let myself go. And I love that so much. It's like, give yourself the the space, the freedom to enjoy yourself, to make this exam your own. And one of the ways you did this, which I really liked, you're like, I didn't talk about my real job. I talked about my dream job. And I love that. Like, the more, like, the bigger you can go, the more creative, the more imaginative, the more, let's say, inspirational you can be, um, the better your scores are going to be because of a few reasons, but mainly because of this thing you noted that you can put more emotion in your voice if you are dreaming big, right? And that's true. Like, how inspired are you going to be if you're talking about this, like, routine reality? Uh, Not very inspired, (laughs) but if you allow yourself to talk about dreams, it's going to sound that much more exciting. Okay, that's so awesome. And then you'll get an 8.5 on your speaking (laughs) exam. I didn't believe it. (laughs) So you're super excited. You see these 8.5s and then Ah, you see the writing 6.5. That was so, that brought me down so much. I cried all night that day. 
to be honest. Oh God. No, for sure. I would too. <laughs> I, I cry at the drop of a hat sometimes. It just depends on the day. But this is a real reason to feel upset, like for sure. So you decided you're not going to let this stand. You know how hard you worked. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you deserve higher than that. So tell us about the thought process of making that decision to ask for a remark. So I, the, one of the first things I thought was like, how can this be possible? I got such a good grades on the other components of the test. And then yeah. just a 6.5 on this one again, like, yeah. <laughs> so, and I was confident on the, on my writing because on the session that I had with you and the feedback, you said your writing is good. It's a seven plus probably. You're good, using yeah. good vocabulary, strong paragraphs. So I was like, okay, so I can do this. And I talked to you before and I asked yeah. for your advice. <laughs> Should I do the remark or not? And then I decided to do it. I awesome. said, okay, let's, let it, let, let's give it a try. And then to my surprise, it all came back in a very positive and nice way because <laughs> and the remark results was that I got a seven on my writing. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't imagine the enormous relief. And uh, like, if I were you, I would have cried again, but I cried. Like- I did. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> For real though, like all of this, um, like the stress, the hormone, the cortisol, like it's all just building as you're waiting for the remark. Like you don't know which way it's going to go. And crying is the best way to just release all of that for sure. So we can cry when we're <laughs> angry. We can cry when we're happy. Just let it out. Um, okay. Awesome. So you finally got that seven. You're done with IELTS. What does this mean for you in your future? Uh, this means that now I can apply for a residency program here in Canada to go into medicine. Oh, man, I'm so excited for you, Lorita. I remember talking to you before and being like, I really, really want her to be on the show as a success story. And I'm so happy that you made it. And you never have to think about IELTS again. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> not hopefully. You just, just be positive. Stay positive, Lorita. Um, okay, awesome. So um, do you have any other advice for people out there who are feeling this frustration? Maybe they're not getting their scores or they're in the middle of their preparation and they're like, I'm never going to get these scores. What would you tell those people? I will tell that. All the hard work that you put on this test, it pays off at the end. Yes. And uh, if you really want to do it, you will sacrifice little things in just a month or two that you need to practice really hard. And then you will have the rest of your life to enjoy. Yeah, right? <laughs> like there's more time out there. Sacrifice a little bit now. Um, on that note, guys, remember we have a web class July 1st and 2nd that Lindsay and I are doing exactly about this. Like how do we find time as busy adults to study IELTS? So find out more, sign up, grab your spot. This is going to be a very popular web class. I can already tell. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash busy and find out more about the web class. Um, Okay, awesome. Lorita, congratulations, first of all. And second of all, I am very grateful to you 
Well, for all the hard work you put in for yourself, but also for coming on the show and sharing this with our other fans. So thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day, Lorita. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.